Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to On the Town with Tanya, and I'm your host, Tanya. Thank you so much. Yes, uh, I, I am going late tonight. 8.45 is not my usual time. It's usually 8 p.m. I take full responsibility. Uh, had an emergency. I had to take care of it, so I apologize for that. Um, but tonight's guest, uh, I call him a philosopher. Uh, he is an artist, a dreamer, and he has a very odd story, but a good story, uh, Good, good ending, as we say. Uh, and he will share it with us. Please welcome Jesse Austin Lewis. Hey, how you doing? Thank you, Jesse. Good, good, good. How's everything tonight? Absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. How are you doing on this lovely uh, weekend? Yeah, it's a little chillier uh, now, um, but I can't complain. It was a busy weekend. I'm pretty. I'm pretty tired now. I know, and and then and then we were late, so we apologize to you for that, uh, and to yeah. all your guests out there watching. I apologize truly, um, and uh, it won't happen again. Uh, for all you don't know, you can get this on the podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe if you can. And so, Jesse, um, so you had an interesting story how we met. Um, I just want you to to share with us, um, you know, a little bit of your story. I know that uh, you were orphaned in the system um, from 14 to 18, I believe right. it was. Mm -hmm. Right. But um, but you used art in an unusual way to to get yourself through and make it make it happen. So if you could just share with us just a little bit of your story, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know where to begin because it's a, it's it's such a crazy story, and it it might be like a three or four parter it's uh, uh, a three or four parter do you have the 30 what do you call it the three minute version <laughs> yeah it's all, it's all over the place but um yeah the short version the short version is is um um unfortunately my my mother was diagnosed with cancer and um it took over her body pretty quickly it took about a year um to um sadly it it took over so she did not make it and she passed away when I was 14. Wow. Um, my sister and I are five years apart. So she was 18 and legally, oh. she legally could kind of do whatever she wanted to do. So she had a different sort of path than me and she had a lot more freedom and flexibility. And um, I was kind of like, okay, where do I go? Mm -hmm. And um, my aunt and uncle, um, actually told my mom on her deathbed that they weren't going to take me in really on her deathbed. Yeah. Well, they're pretty horrible people. They're, they're the, they're the Disney villain. They're the villains in the, in this, uh, okay. you know, if I was Harry Potter, they'd be the people that, that shoved the boy <laughs> under the stairs. Okay. I mean, that's not funny, but you know, sorry. No, I, I'm, I'm saying it purposely to be, yeah, it is. No, it is fun. I mean, all you laugh or cry and I choose oh. to laugh. That's gotten me through my sense of humor has gotten me through, um, as well as art. But um, yeah, so basically I, I kind of came to their house knowing they didn't really want me there. They very different than the rest of my family. Um, very like sports is, is so important. And this and that. And I was. I call, uh, yeah, I call it rigid. They're rigid and they're, you know, wealthy. And it's just, it's just not, you know, I came from a very close. It, it was just me, my sister and my mother, but. Uh, there was a lot of love in that house. Right. And um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I got depressed. I, I, I didn't really know what was wrong with me. I mean, looking back now, it's like, yeah, of course I was fucking depressed. Right. But um, I was made to feel like there was something wrong with me that um, I wasn't acting normal. Mm -hmm. um, 
under the circumstances. And um, your mom, that's 14 years old. I mean, I lost my mom at 16, and that was I was I was in foster care already. But that's devastating. I can imagine if you're growing up with her, you know, getting the love from her and the support from her, and then boom. I mean, yeah. Out? <laughs> well, most rational people. I mean, most people get it. Sadly, the people, my family, and the people who were supposed to be in my corner um, didn't get it. And you know, I kind of acted out, and I skipped class a lot, and I would just, you know, I was. Um, a, a troubled teenager and um uh basically my aunt and uncle didn't know what to do with me and um i had this uh psychologist i had this guy i was working with and uh named diedrich i'll never forget this guy and um he had talked about this wilderness program oh the immediately program. yeah yeah and immediately me and my sister are like no that's not what i need i don't need to be you know hiking and shitting in a hole can i say that i don't know if I can well it's okay that. it's okay luckily it's okay it's okay you can bleep that yeah, um well even if we don't it's okay we're like okay. not syndicated <laughs> okay um yeah like uh basically you know right off the bat it was like no way but um you know they really convinced um my aunt and uncle that this was going to be you know therapy well, who convinced them that's what i want to know were they looking around for a place to put you in or they or someone came to them and says we know a place that will help him Pretty much, yeah. We know, yeah. Pretty much, like, uh, like, oh, we've got the solution, and um, right, of course, everybody has the solution. Yeah, and uh, you know, as far as I concerned, it was legal kidnapping. I mean, I was terrified. I, you know, next thing I know, the two big guys take me take me in a car, and I, I'm, you know, I'm from Connecticut. I lived a pretty sheltered life. I'd never really traveled, and next right. thing I know, they're taking me to. Uh, Texas and then from from Houston we went we went yeah we went to whoa I would be scared I was ter I was like what the hell's going on I mean I, oh before that were we they at least out. nice like they're like hi just see I'm so and so and I'm so and so no they told me if I ran they told me if I and I considered running they told me if I ran that they they have legal custody of me that they're gonna put me in handcuffs if I run and um they were scary. They were big. They were fucking big. They were big dudes. That sounds like the school that Paris Hilton talked about. It's, it's similar. Like I mean, all the all all those all those systems were kind of under the same umbrella, oh. and they were all kind of discovered to be pretty abusive later. And yes. it's all, yeah, it's all money making scam. You know, they just rich That's people right. that are dumb and don't know how to handle, um, don't know how to raise their kids. We're like, oh, let's uh, pass them off to somebody. I'll just, I'll just pay a bunch of money and um you know it was it was yeah, it was a terrible experience I, I learned absolutely nothing mm. um uh except for a lot of a lot about drugs and right. you know because a lot of the people that were in there were in there for like alternative to prison sentences right. and like um beating their one of the guys beat his grandmother with a telephone and they're, they're like what are you here for and i'm like i'm depressed and my mom died Right. And they were like, they were like, everybody there is like, you don't belong here, man. And they were like, we don't believe you. What did you do? What did you do? Because right. everybody in there was like, in there for like, did some really, it like, yeah, it was like an alternative to a prison sentence, really. And, did you get um, to talk to your sister between this time? No. Oh my God, I would die. I think I would just die. Literally. Yeah, and we're we're really close. Actually, she was like terrified. She was writing me letters, like, like. 
please believe me. I had nothing to do with this. I, I, I told our grandparents to get the F out of my house. I'm never talking to our aunt and uncle again. Like you have to believe me. I didn't know this was happening. And um, yeah, I mean, essentially it was, you know, it's sort of those fragile, that that's a very fragile time Mm -hmm. in developing the the brain and, 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 and how you feel about society. So a lot of that I absorbed and I continue to this day. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Major trust issues, um, Mm -hmm. a distrust of authority of distrust of government, um, all of those things were instilled in me because, um, you know, the people that were were helping me, right. it was actually really abusive. It was really, it was verbally abusive. It was um, uh, emotionally abusive. It was, um, it was, it was, it was a terrible experience. Right. And um, basically, you know, when I left there, I remember saying, you know, I want to be an advocate for people that don't have a, a voice. Like I, I'm a, I wanted to dedicate my life to shutting every single place that existed that was like that down. Right. And it seems well, like, like that with Paris Hilton and, and, and um, Rod Stewart's daughter, one of the uh, act, uh, singer's daughters also was said she was in a place similar. I mean, they had yeah. bunkers and stuff. She said it was crazy. One girl thinks she was drugged up and, and, you know, ab- you know, violated, let's say, uh, but they yeah, I'm glad I wasn't an attractive, I was, I'm glad I wasn't an attractive girl. <laughs> I wasn't a babe. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, yeah. um, yeah, it was dangerous out there. I mean, there was rattlesnakes. There was, um, you know, people people died. I mean, people people died out there. People ran away, got lost, starved. I mean, it was um, it was really, really wow. weird. That is so really weird. weird. How'd you get out of it? Is what I want to know. Well, I let my guardian know right away. Like, you know, she thought I was cured and everything was going to be fine. And I'm like, and I'm like, how dare you? And right. uh, and this is not okay we're not we're not cool um and she thought well so they're all connected it's a big money-making scheme i know i know and um it was called the john dewey academy which is stupidest name ever and um uh, yeah john dewey i I think it's still in existence i mean a lot of places that i went shut down or or, you know the truth you know the the light has been shined on a lot of this stuff Mm -hmm. Um, and I hope it continues to shine because nobody deserves um, that kind of treatment. And um, yeah, I was supposed to go to this therapeutic boarding school. Mm-hmm. And um, my sister's like, I went there, like, it's like a cult. Like, it's really weird. I don't want yeah. you to go there. I'm like, well, I don't have a choice unless I run away. I'm right. like, we, we, we were kind of like thinking, so we were in Vegas and, you know, it's kind of like, yeah. That's we, great. Barrington, Massachusetts, right? It is great parenting. Yeah. Yeah. Still it's still there. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's it's a real it's a real preparatory weird... therapeutic boring school. That's yeah. what they it's private. It's I'm very sure. strange. Um so some people there. say it's a torture chamber. That's what some people described it as. Oh yeah, I'd say wow. so. Wow. Yeah, the, the circles, it, it kind of reminded me of like Scientology where like everybody has to confess or I mean it's, it definitely had a, a lot of cult-like attributes and i remembered going there and i've always been a pretty intelligent person so i kind of saw it for what it was right and i said becca i'm i told my sister i'm 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 taking off like i can't like i'm not i'm not going here so i walked down the thing and i remember the little guy this this twerp the guy who um 
who ran the place. Mm -hmm. I forget his name. Ja um, he, I had his name here somewhere. He got uh, in my face. I'm not your guardian. You can't talk to me like that. And who do you think you are? You're going to this school. And mm -hmm. I just told, I just told him there's no way in hell I'm going to this school. And that's I, Thomas Bat Bradder or whatever his name allegedly. Oh, that sounds that sounds about right. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's the yeah. one that ran it. Mm. Well, I saw all the little, all their little groups and all their little things. Well, there was accusations, and they were just accusations. We we admit that no one has been put, taken to a court of law yet, uh, allegedly. Um, that he, one of the former students uh, of the John Dewey Academy, say that the culture abuse permeated the therapeutic boarding school for troubled teens, traumatizing them with methods that included body shaming and various forms of humiliation. Jesus. Mm. Yeah. It just reinforced. So I was already, I was already dealing with serious depression because of the loss of my mom. But then it was right. like, this, right. you're, you're, there's something wrong with you. Just, it just kept getting beaten into my, um, and like, and like, you know, you're not normal. You're yeah. It just, you know, it was really damaging. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And long therapy, they call it right. What's that? It was like attack therapy. One student described it. Yeah, so it would be like, yeah, everybody would be sitting around in a circle and they'd, mm -hmm. they'd just be like, you know, oh, you're, and you know, people would break yeah. down. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> really weird. It's really creepy. creepy. Really Very creepy. draconian tactics, they said, including uh, strict, strict diets, wearing degrading cardboard signs for months at a time and forcing them to dig their own graves. I was like, what? Dig your own grave, like whoa! I I can't believe you guys haven't gotten together, all the students, and and filed the class action suit and tried to get it shut down that way. That's what I would have did. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure how to go. I'm not sure I mean, what the best tactic is, but and it's easier said than done. So I shouldn't say that because a lot of times when we come out of those situations, we're just thankful to get out of it and not have to revisit that idea or concept ever. Yeah, and a lot of people are ashamed. I mean, the the abuse continues. A lot of people say discredit your experience or they they pretend you're you're exaggerating or or right. you know they'll downplay it i mean yeah. i mean the, the red cliff ascent is where i where i got sent and mm. the bravo channel i mean they made a freaking tv show called brat camp i said how insulting wow. is that that's very insulting um, well you should make another story and make your own version i think you should do it i'll yeah, help you write yeah. it i'll help you write it i'll call it disillusioned <laughs> <laughs> rich white people that don't know how to raise their children or, or we'll call it the scary camp <laughs> yeah make it yeah. a horror movie yeah it's uh it's unbelievable and uh, you know i mean uh, you know luckily i was i was smart and i was always good at navigating through and then so i don't know i i can somehow i convinced them to let me go to a normal boarding school oh that's a whole other story because normal normal boarding school there, right. there was so much homoerotic activity right and partying right drugs um uh you know right. a lot of it's like prescription drugs because they get all the yes. you know Adderall Hatties I know Adderall it's a lot of lot of stuff I mean yeah. it was uh so it was kind of out of the frying pan into the fire but you know I <laughs> felt like okay well at least at least I'm free exactly. and um. You know, I kind of rebelled there. I, you know, I didn't go to class. You know, I, I was smoking a lot of pot. I was um, like not going to class. And there eventually, was 
I mean, no, no adult stopped and said, let's see how he processes moms. You know, first of all, not just her passing, but before that, there was this long drawn out thing for you as well. Yeah, you know? not really. No, nobody, nobody ever thought the psychological damage or, the, or hey, maybe he just wants to be with his sister. Or maybe, right. maybe, you know, I don't know what the hell people were thinking. I don't um, either. It's very insensitive. I can't believe they would do that with a 14 year old boy. Like what? Yeah. It's crazy. No, I was like, you know, people made it out like, oh, I'm a delinquent. I'm destined for jail. I'm destined for, oh, I'm such a bad seed. You know, that's really kind of how I felt. And um, so I I managed to kind of basically my end goal was always I want to, you know, I think the only person who gets me and the only person that can handle me is my sister. Oh, um, how is she? She's great. And she made um, out good. Uh, did you guys link back up at some point? Oh, absolutely. We're, she's an English teacher. She, she, in Aww. spite of, in spite of everybody who stood in her way, she kicked butt and took names. She bought her own house. She's a homeowner. Um, yeah, I'm really proud of her. She's amazing. And, um, you know, so that was the end goal was like, I wanted to live with her. Mm -hmm. And, um, basically I just kind of, went along and did what I had to do in order to get there. And every step was closer. And then, you know, basically I told Elsie, the, the woman who, who um, was guardian of me, I said, I don't care how much money you have. I don't care if I'm ruining my future. I want you gone. And I want to emancipate, you know, I want to, I want to get, I do not want you to be my guardian anymore. Good. I, um, legally did it. And I, stayed at a friend of my sister's house and then they you know abuse is secular so you know i, I thought i was saved but i was treated really poorly there oh, I'm uh, sorry. a whole bunch of money was given to them they were supposed to refurnish the basement and make a bedroom for me that mm -hmm. never happened oh. i basically slept on like a pullout like a like a cot in the middle of the <laughs> living room um wasn't treated you know i was treated very much like a second class citizen i wasn't treated like you know now where, where is this at this is at your sister's no or, no this was, oh, I was this just saying, was no. Friend, this was a friend said you know that they'd take me in okay so then yeah so well you know probably well were you a um what do you call that um uh you know how your parents pass and they leave money right in the state or something yeah no my mom my mom was a was a working class i mean we were we were um lower middle class middle class and right. um no there was no there was no real money um okay. it was um i guess my mom's choice in guardianship was she knew she had a lot of money and right. i'd be taken care of but okay so she thought that that would that be secure at least yeah it was a friend my, my mom went to a really elite school in in manhattan called brearley i know bro. yeah yeah and it was a friend from brearley who um lived in Washington and, you know, she said, you know, will you be the guardian? You know, she, she took guardianship in it. And it was just so weird because it was like, she was phoning in and, and trying to like, like be responsible for me and love and like claiming to love me, but lived in Washington while I was in Connecticut, mm -hmm. making all these terrible decisions for me. Wow. And um, it was, it was so weird. I mean, it's, it's crazy to think how, they justified how, you know, um, but, you know, they just manipulated everything. My aunt and uncle would be, oh, you don't know how terrible Jesse is. And, oh, he did this and he did that. And um, 
fortunately the majority of people in town were not that stupid and that gullible and mm -hmm. um, didn't believe them and were like you people suck mm. um and everybody you know unless you're unless you're an idiot everybody knew they suck and right. they continue to suck and they're terrible people and uh yeah i got you know i got shifted to different places one and place to another place to another place that you know wow stayed at a lot of friends yeah and i had a i had a um you know i grew up in a really affluent uh well-off you know community so it was so weird because like my friend like one of my best friends was like his house was a freaking mansion mm -hmm. so i had a really you know weird it's not like a tragic it's not like your typical orphan story where it's like i'm staying at a ymca or i'm like 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 i had really wealthy friends so it'd be so weird because i'd be in this like mansion and mm -hmm. then it's just like but we can't keep you we can't keep you here you're like our pet you can like you could come here but then you know so it was yeah it was just, it was really weird there was this feeling of not belonging all the time there's this feeling of having to prove something to people of of, mm -hmm. of not feeling worthy of, of feeling um yeah it was i had it took me a long time to shed that um mm. it took me a long time to shed that but uh yeah i mean so, so how did you turn your take how did you when did you realize you were as an artist that's what i want to know so actually it was i mean i always loved it mm -hmm. but because of my family, you know, sports, athletics, mm -hmm. this is so important. And art didn't seem um, to matter. Like music and, you know, I was, I was not like, uh, they all wrestled and were on the wrestling team and always wanted to like rough house. And I was like a gentle soul. Like I didn't, I wasn't into that, but um, music, you know, unfortunately that was never encouraged, but it was my, uh, high school art teacher so it's a whole other story so i'm not going to get into it but basically i ended up back at the school that i originally was at mm -hmm. by finagling my way through all this crazy navigating through the system and playing games and then being able to go back to my original school that i was actually i was kicked out of mm -hmm. uh i was expelled but then was able to go back that's another story. Don't <laughs> so, worry. I was kicked out of private school twice too. <laughs> <laughs> I was kicked out of private school. Kicked, yep. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, it was, um, it was like, yeah, it was, it, it, it's crazy to think. It doesn't, you know, it's almost like a movie. It's almost like an outer body experience. Like I'm like, yeah. like it doesn't, it doesn't seem real, but it, it happened. And, um, yeah, it was my high school art teacher. So um, I wasn't going to class. I still just my brain, like when my mom died, my brain just, I'm like, fuck school. Like, Trust me, I totally get it. I just didn't. It was just like, I don't care about Did history. Did they use therapy at least? No. No. Oh my God. I just can't. I mean, you know, I mean, I, we're. Well, we're, I think you might be a little bit younger than me. We're about the same age. Me neither. Nobody said, oh, well, I was already in therapy. <laughs> Maybe that's why. <laughs> but um, but nobody specifically, like, you know, focused around that. Yeah. You know, her 
mom died. She thought all her life she would get out of foster care because her mom was going to come back and save her. And now mm -hmm. this means that it'll never happen. So I understand from your perspective, though, it's different because you grew up with your mom, you know, loving person, taking care of her kids and, you know, happy family. And then boom, this big C word happens like what? And so now you already had to deal with the stress of being a 14 year old, 13, let's say, because how long was she six, six months, a year? Yeah, about a year. Yeah. So, right. so you had to, that whole year you became a caretaker, probably, you know, yeah. that's another thing because you're supposed to be out playing football or golf or whatever you want to do. Right. So now yeah. you have that. But it's your mom because you love mom. We love mom. So, of course, that's not a that's not a thing for us. But this, yeah, right these are processes that have to be processed or else they will turn into other things. Yeah. You know? And I'm so fortunate I didn't go in the other direction because so many people I knew chose really dark paths and like i've got a lot of friends that that are dead you know heroin um different you know drugs um yep. and, I, and i'm so glad that uh yeah my, i mean my high school art i don't think it's an exaggeration to say my high school art teacher um saved my life and also mm -hmm. gave me direction so mm -hmm. you asked before i always liked art i always you know art teachers ever since i was a kid he yeah. has something he should keep this up he you know and my mom supported it my mom um i did summer camps i did art related stuff my mom nurtured it but wow. after she died i sort of felt like nobody's nobody's got my back anymore and uh but my high school art teacher did he's like this guy he, he he's got something and college like i did I, i've seen I, some I, of your work i think oh, let me see is that right is that you jt lewis no, no. wrong one, wrong one, wrong, Jesse. I thought I found one of your pieces. Darn it! <laughs> I, I can I like, send you some. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I, I don't really post it. Like, like the stuff I have near, now is like weird sculptures and sort of and sort of um because it's a project about mental health and it's a pro project about addiction and poverty. So mm -hmm. it's a little dark and it's a little strange. And you know, okay. unless you're a fan of art, it's you know, it's not I am. You know, I'm an artist. Yeah, so it's not so you know the difference between doing stuff for yourself and then because I, I knew it's not commercial it's not something right. that people are going to want to buy um i've done that i did the pet portraits and portraits of kids and things like that but this mm -hmm. this was very personal and this was um something i kind of needed to work through and it was it was amazing it was amazing but um awesome That's yeah awesome. so my so my so my high school art teacher was basically like uh, you know we're gonna develop a portfolio we're going to get you into school and uh it all happened and i went from not feeling like i was deserving i had very little confidence i didn't mm -hmm. think i deserved a future i didn't think a future was possible all mm -hmm. my friends you know i came very elite white bread community all mm -hmm. my friends were elite you know going to like princeton and harvard and freaking right. you know I yeah. Elite. right yeah and well, did they what? get to Edinburgh <laughs> or the Sabon? <laughs> so, so, you know, I'm like, well, I'm not going to college. And, you know, it could be maybe community college. Like, I'm like, uh, but my whole world changed. And then, you know, I went off and. Nice. Um, yeah, so that's What did you study? What did you study? I studied in uh, fine art uh, and illustration, mm -hmm. a focus in fine art and illustration. Fabulous. And then, um, it was like on the big wave of like graphic design. It was still 
kind of a buzzword and new and people didn't know what it was. And um, everybody was kind of like, oh, if you're an artist and actually want to make a living, you should do graphic design. So I actually went to high school with this girl who dropped out of the school that I was at and then went to another school to do graphic design. Mm -hmm. And she loved it and she ended up doing really well. And I didn't really like the school I was at. So I said, well, maybe I'll do graphic design. And so I changed my focus to graphic design and website development. Um, and oh, I did that for a little bit after I graduated. But um, to be honest with you, my heart wasn't in, in it. And then like it kind of went back to serving serving people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm good with people and I have a big heart and I mean it. So I started, I started working with um, children with autism. I started working with the elderly. I did a little hospice and I kind of found my niche and I realized uh, like elderly isn't really where I want to be. Uh, even though I'm good with kids and I love little kids, like that wasn't really where I want to be. I said, you know, that like sort of 18, that like um, transitioning into adult living, mm -hmm. needing to learn life skills, like how to do laundry, how to do dishes. Um, I, I really found my little, like my little niche. And, and, uh, so I've been doing that for, um, years now working with the autistic community. Oh, that's great. Um, I used to work with them. That's awesome. I love the autistic community. It's a very special community is dear to my heart. Um, yeah. cause we, by the grace of God, there you go. I, you know, um, and somebody has got to do the work. So I appreciate anybody who works with autistic children because it's a, it's a, a, a it's fun. And there's so many things you learn. I learned so much from uh, one of my, I call him my nephew. He's not really my nephew, but I call him my nephew and he's autistic and he's like the best thing ever, ever. He's yeah. learned so many different things that you never, you know, things we take for granted, things we don't think about with autistic kids. You think about all those little things that matter. Yeah. So, you learn a lot about yourself and patience, exactly. everything. Exactly. It's pretty so, amazing. Yeah, no, it is. So I'm going to go quick to a sketch and a song, uh, and we're cool. going to come right back. All right. And we're going to do Sketch City real quick. Um, okay. We'll be right back. Okay. Here okay, cool. <laughs> So we had a little mishap there. I, I don't know why the sound is not working, but let yeah, me try. Yeah, so the audio, yeah. I didn't want to interrupt, but I don't know if you could hear me. I said uh, the audio was off. but Yeah, I don't know why. I can't figure that out, but it's yeah. okay. I'll just go to a song. Let's try that and see if that works. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, but thank you. We'll come right back in a moment. It looked entertaining. I wish I could hear it. Uh, <laughs> I know. It's like, it looked I don't very know entertaining. Happened. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Ready? Here we go. Baby, I'm drunk. Know the cup won't love you like I do Baby, I know that we, we can't live in the past But the past is all I see And why you gotta make me wait? Why you give my love away every day? And she could probably take my place She could probably take my Yeah, I was gonna try, but yeah Even praying to God, but yeah But even I Cause I'm choosing you instead Yeah Whoa, whoa, whoa Whoa, whoa 
No idea why the sound is not working. No idea. Yeah. No, it's not working. I'm it looks sorry. so entertaining though. I wish it, I wish yeah. it was. I don't know why. And that's weird. That's the first time it happened. So I apologize. It's not working. Um, this is a great voice, but um, now Thank I'm you. a little out of touch when it comes to like new stuff. Is that uh -huh. um, is that original or is that a cover? Yeah, that's her. All she always says she does, does original when I, she's not here because wow. you can't do a cover. I'd have to give them. I'd have to uh, get um royalty or something, something crazy. Wow, that's her. That's so if they come after me, she'll be like, "That's my mom." <laughs> that's a really good. Wow, that's original. So she that's writes a lot, a lot of uh. She, matter of fact, she's trying to do an EP, so she you'll Great. hear something from her soon. Uh, I'm trying to take that off. <laughs> Where is it at? Hey. Yeah, she'll you'll hear something from her originally soon. She's coming out with a with an EP because uh, she's got a stealth of work. Um, original. You know, she plays a guitar. Um, nice. she, she writes her own lyrics, sings all of the above. So awesome. we'll see what happens. I'll let you know. But um, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. What yeah. what what advice can you give um, to young people out there who may be uh, struggling? You know, maybe they lost a parent. Um, and and you know, because I I know quite a few people that out of the blue they became orphans, and it was like what? Like they like one of my friends, she shared with a book called "The Kids Are All Right." Mm. Uh, not the movie, but the book by Liz oh. Welch. It's a great mm. book. But they, um, their, their mom and dad passed um, right back to back. And it was like, how do you go from this loving family to yeah. now you have to go live here and live there? And, you know, um, they said the only thing that really saved them was having an estate made everybody want to fight for the kids, you know? So they didn't uh. end up in foster care because of that, you know? Uh, so that's hard. Uh, but it also plays a role on each sibling. Because you have to be separated. So you already lost your mom, but you kind of yeah. lose your sister too temporarily, you know? Yeah, we both felt that way very much that it was a that it was a, a systematic effort to mm -hmm. keep us apart from my aunt right. and uncle. And it was yeah, it was it was hard because we were very close. Um right. you know, but luckily, I mean, we're still close now, so it, it didn't work. They didn't keep us apart. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Um well, thank God uh, you're still close, and that that's so important because um, just having family. But I don't know why my uh, light is dying out as I speak, and I have no idea why it keeps doing this. But anyway, I think it's time. I appreciate you taking the time to come on. And, yeah. um, you know, I guess the moral of the story today is uh, no matter what happens, if you use your gifts, um, you can turn it all around, you know, because your art yeah. says a lot, you know. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, and another thing, anybody who's watching, like advice too that I'd give is like, um, because I used to I used to do it from a selfish place. I go and be like, oh, look how look how good he is, and then right. I realized, um, like to actually serve other people, and mm -hmm. um, doing my art with the with the autistic community and with people that are suffering from like post traumatic stress disorder. You know, seeing people like it actually helped people and they go from being angry and frowning to being like, wow, I can't believe I did that is, is, is so much more rewarding than any compliment than, than any gallery or any, Absolutely. anything anybody could say about my stuff. That's Absolutely. It. So will your kids, when you do, do you do shows with them when they paint yet. or it's different mediums, you do different mediums of art. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Obviously, because of the textural thing, I love I love stuff that yes. has a lot of texture. Yes, so, um, yeah, I love recycled uh, materials and recycled art. So, 
we do yeah. a lot of um, we do a lot of you know finding stuff and mm. how do we turn this into something interesting brilliant and, um, yeah it's super fun and then sometimes i'll get their the mom and dad involved sometimes you know so it's a lesson for everybody it's a new way of communicating to each other new way of learning uh you know maybe the maybe the mom is a little is a little controlling and needs to give up control mm -hmm. and and which is very difficult for a lot of mothers to say okay maybe i don't need to handle everything maybe i'm gonna let this person maybe this person can teach me something new and like right. it's so hard because they've seen like i'm probably like one of 60 80 100 help 100 people that have come in and out of their life right. and um you know but that's that's what that's how i try to do it i come in make make as much of an impact as, as i can and mm -hmm. hopefully do some positive stuff and then i'm out my work is done here goodbye right. <laughs> right. drop your lessons and that's it yeah yeah I, I love um i love art and i love that there's so many mediums Today, um, today, well, yesterday, a tag sale um, my neighbor had. I save, um, I used to cashier years ago, and I would put in plastic bags the little roll that the, the paper comes on. Mm. Like the paper is toxic. Mm. I don't think I like the paper. But the little roll, the plastic white roll, is white mm. and black. All cash registers have them. Mm -hmm. I would save those because I was like, they're throwing these away, and it's destroyed the earth. How can we save these? So for Mother's Day, I told her to do a project with the kids with uh, toxic-free paint, paint them if you want, and then bead them together so it works on their small motor skills. She no, has no. toddlers. She has toddlers, so it's got to be something, sure. something really simple, really simple. Sure, sure. Uh, everything can be recycled, in my opinion. As yeah, an for sure. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I love it. And then you know, you could like I learn from them all the time too. I know that that sounds a bit cliche to say, but it's really true. Like. Because I'll think, you know, I do it for so long that I think, you know, like this kid was like spreading stuff out wow. and he was kind of doing uh, like, it was funny because he was, he was really into the, he was really into the um, Cobra Kai thing at the time. Oh. So he was doing like this wax on, wax off thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was about oh. to, I was about to correct him, but then I'm like, nah, this is, this is really cool. This is working. Yeah. <laughs> it was working. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. I, I always learn. I always learn from kids. Kids are the best. Uh, that's all I can say. They're the best. And my special needs community uh, gets an extra big uh, special yeah. hug and love for me because uh, I think God put them here to make us all chill out. <laughs> that's remember what I what's important. No, you're right. It's just like, it's like chill out. so caught up with bills and taxes and, 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 and it's just like, have a lollipop. <laughs> right. Exactly. And that's the best. That's the best when you can stop and say, I didn't have a lollipop in like a year. That's right. Yeah, a I need a lollipop. So have a lollipop. Yeah. So to all your listeners and friends and fans, have a lollipop. Yeah. Have a lollipop, everybody. <laughs> and thank you so much for joining us. Um, I want you to hang out for a minute while sure. we end. Any last requests? I always tell people, any last requests? <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank you so much again. I really appreciate yeah. you. You guys check out Jesse uh, and his art. Um, and um, you, there's no website again because you're rebuilding everything, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm rebuilding stuff. And I'm just, I, you know, I prefer advertising. And, you know, if people right. want to email me and see my stuff or call me, you know, I just prefer that. I prefer okay. yeah. relationships, you know. Yeah. 
Makes Social sense. media just ain't for me. <laughs> gotcha. And you're a smart man. You're a smart man. So well, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm stupid because I don't get any, as much business as I used to. <laughs> business ain't all it's wrapped up to be. You're but, right. Uh, we will we will um check you out again and uh i will get host, hang out with me for a minute while i sure. end. um thank you guys so much for listening i appreciate you um you've been uh listening to on the town with tanya and i'm your host and our guest today was artist jesse austin lewis um uh, you know um you can inbox me if you want to know how to reach him uh that's not a problem and i thank you please do me a favor and like and sh share the show for us. Uh, we always think that every message, we try to have every message that we say will reach somebody somewhere. So uh, the lesson today is, you know what, um, sometimes we lose the ones we love, but it's how we turn it around, you know. Uh, um, what do we turn our trauma and our drama into? You know, that's really it. And art is definitely a way to to turn uh, anything around, in my opinion. That That's just one of many gifts that God gives us. So I'm glad you did that. All right, guys. And so hang out, Jesse. I uh, will sure. see you guys all next week. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll see you next week. And I will be on time. Hey. <laughs>